0: Hey, if you enjoy this show or have learned anything from it, would you take a minute and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I know most of you listen on Apple, so right now, go to the show, scroll to the bottom of the page, and give us a star rating. Or better yet, leave us a review and we'll feature it right here on the show. It helps us to know you're listening and we'd really appreciate it. All right, on to the episode. (laughs) Hey there, welcome to the Work From Home Voice Actor Podcast. Whether you're a regular listener or have recently decided to tag along with us here, thank you for joining us, and we hope we can offer some tips and strategies that help you in your VO journey. I'm Melanie Scroggins. I'm a fellow voice actor and your motivational guide through the world of VO. In this show, we talk about all things voiceover, and I answer your questions about the industry and how you can be successful working from home as a voice actor. In this episode, we'll be answering a listener question from Carla, and she asks, How can you become a young voice actor? And how do you get an agent as a young VO? To answer her question about how to become a voice actor, if you're listening and have the same question and have not yet taken our free beginners course, sign up at the link in the show notes. Did we mention this course is totally free? Okay, Carla, To answer your question about agents as a beginner or, quote, young talent, firstly, it actually doesn't matter how old you are. Talent of all ages can acquire an agent. However, it's important to keep in mind that while an agent can be helpful in helping voice actors get work, they are out of one of many tools that we can utilize in our business toolkits. Before the idea of getting an agent is something we should seriously consider, there are some vital pieces to our business that should come first. And if you've been around here long enough, you know what I'm going to say. So the first five essential tools of our voiceover business are our tech, equipment, and software, our demos, a place where we can audition online, and an online presence. We need to be sure these things are in place before we seek out an agent. To get into these tools in more detail, go back and listen to episode one of the podcast. So once the essential tools are in place, and we know that they're working well, as in you've been working in the industry for a while, you know your tech inside and out, you've got some experience working with clients, etc., then it's not a bad idea to seek out an agent to expand your reach for work even further. At that point, I'd recommend researching agents first. Start with agents in your country of residence, then branch out to international agents if it piques your interest. From there, listen to all the talent demos that each agency represents to get an idea of the quality that your work needs to be before you request representation from an agency not all agents are equal in terms of the type of talent they accept and the type of clients that they work with. There are agencies out there who accept any and all talent, and as tempting as this may be so you can showcase that you're represented, this is a lazy way to acquire an agent. If agents are supposed to be additional tools we utilize in our businesses, then we need to be sure they can represent us and our brands how we want to be represented. I doubt anyone listening wants to be considered mediocre. I know I don't. So playing the long game with an agent may be the best way to go if you're creating a VO business from scratch. Lastly, consider your timeline. To be transparent, this is where I'm at in my business right now. One of the items on my to-do list for my business this year is to reach out to 5 to 10 agents to see if we'd be a good fit for representation. For some background, I'm a self-made, fully remote voice actor. I've been working as a professional voice actor for almost 3 years and went full-time 2 years ago. I've had extensive time with all my business tools and have been working long enough now that I've tweaked my tools, my software, and the type of clients that I work with. Objectively, I feel like my business is in a good position to begin seeking out well-known agents. But I am just one example of how to seek out representation as a non-union, full-time remote voice actor. Look on the web for more examples of other people and how they did this. I know the idea of an agent is tempting and alluring. But if you're familiar with what I teach about mindset when it comes to voiceover, again, be sure to check out our free mini course where I go into more detail about this. I specifically talk about the talent versus business owner mindset. Talent tend to view agents as musts, where business owners look at agents as tools. And this helps us to ground ourselves before we try to connect with agents with our mediocre tech setup and lack of experience. And it gives us the chance to take a step back, look at our businesses objectively and ask ourselves, does an agent make sense for my business as it currently is? Carla, I hope this answers your question and gives you a leg up when you go to seek out representation at the appropriate time. Thanks so much for the question. If you have a question and you'd like me to answer it on the podcast, fill out the form in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.